Welcome back, guys. Baby got stacks. Actually, it's the girls again. Now. It's the what? what? I, said, I, said, I said it's the girls again. The, the girls. It's the girls. Is yeah, no. On the cover? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Is this a tree? Is it like empty branches of a tree? Oh, maybe. I thought it was a cracking I thought it was broken black. black. Yeah. And then on the back of my book has like little spots and I thought I had gotten something on it. I was like, oh no. Oh, and then I realized, oh, that's, that's a little bubbles or something. Anyway, this yeah. week <laughs> we have What Lies in the Woods by Kate Alice Marshall. This is her thriller debut for adults because she writes a thriller yeah. for YA. Y- yeah. Yeah. And this was our January book of the month. Yes, I was so excited to finally get to it. It's only August. <laughs> we got there eventually. We we get there. We get there. Um, this was so a, just, a wild ride. I just want it to really that. was. And and it was only three hundred and twenty pages. I did like that very much. I and really there were shorter. There were shorter chapters as well, mm-hmm. which was really nice. Um, yeah. Any I read like a thriller mystery. I don't trust any of the characters whatsoever. <laughs> if I trust, if no I one. exactly, if I think I'm like, oh, I'm kind of liking this character, and I'm like, nope, they are gonna come around at some point and stab someone in the back, literally mm. or figuratively, somehow, yeah. some way, things are gonna go down. So this book was very good on keeping you on your toes for sure. Yeah, it was. Kind of a lot of characters, but very easy to follow. Yeah, it was a small town, so it wasn't terrible. Yeah. A lot of culprits. A lot yeah. of suspects. It def- yeah, it definitely was. I can. Do you want me to read the... Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if we wanted to do that or um, do our ratings. Okay. They were 11 when they sent a killer to prison. They were heroes, but they were liars. <sighs> that was... <laughs> It's like, it's like ghost adventures. <laughs> uh, Naomi Shaw used to believe in magic. 22 years ago, she and her two best friends, Cassidy and Olivia, spent the summer roaming the woods, imagining a world of ceremony and wonder, the goddess game. The game became an obsession and a refuge for the three girls. That sanctuary was suddenly shattered when Naomi was attacked. Miraculously, she survived her 17 stab wounds and lived to identify the man who hurt her. The girl's testimony put away a serial killer wanted for murdering six women. They were heroes and they were liars. For decades, the friends have kept a secret that might be worth killing for hidden in the forest. But now Olivia wants to tell the whole story. Then she goes missing and Naomi sets out to find what really happened in the woods, no matter how dangerous the truth turns out to be. There were there were some things where I was like, I was not expecting that. It, I got I. Got some things right, and then okay. some things I was not at all seeing coming at all. I feel like I'm way more oblivious when it comes to <laughs> these types of books. Mel's very good at seeing things, like, right at the beginning, like, oh, I, I called that. I, on the other hand, was like, la, 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 la. Like, I don't even. I'm very good at um not trusting people. <laughs> That's valid. That's They're valid. Sketches. Uh. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, I've read enough of these now that mm-hmm. 
I'm starting to grasp the concept that don't trust anyone kind of situation, yeah, 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 yeah. especially the podcaster in this book. I, oh, it was such a good twist, but I was just like, there's something a little finicky about him. I don't know. He's really in like the right places at the wrong time sort of situations. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. The thing about, we read a lot of books and we read a lot of thrillers. So yeah. there's not a whole lot of twists and different endings that can really shock us now which kind of sucks but we're able to better review books yeah so what can still surprise us it's a good time yeah it was it was really good I definitely I know towards the end my mouth I was like <gasps> and my yeah. cat was looking at me like uh what <laughs> Match. she's like get a grip um, mom there, there's a lot to this book so I think we're just going to go straight into the spoilers and trying to discuss who we thought did what. So if yeah, because you... we could give, I was going to say we could do like the the gist of it. Yeah. Because basically, um, Naomi lives in Seattle. She is yeah. a photographer for weddings. Um, she lives with a boyfriend named mitch yeah yes i okay. really like him can take or leave him <laughs> yeah i didn't really care for him um <laughs> i was like all right and then she has she gets a a call that alan stall who was the guy that she had convicted of stabbing her and sent to jail um died in prison from cancer so she goes back down to her hometown to meet up with Cassidy and Olivia or Cass and Liv as as she calls Mm -hmm. them um Olivia she suffers from mental health concerns um I don't really think they went too into depth on like diagnoses or or anything like that yeah they don't label it um but she definitely is very paranoid delusions yeah I would definitely say probably schizophrenia Yes, would but. definitely um and then Cass is the daughter of the mayor and so of course she lives like a very wealthy lifestyle can do no wrong um her brother Oscar didn't really care for him too much um yeah he of course was the son of the mayor so he got away with a lot of stuff as well um so they all come together because Alan Stahl died well Liv keeps saying that she found who um, Persephone. Persephone was. Um, and I I started getting scared at the beginning of this book because a lot of thrillers mysteries will say that there's a secret that the main character has and will like tiptoe around that and keep saying that yeah. they have a secret but Just doesn't say what. And it drives me nuts. This book tells you kind of right off the bat what the secret was. And you're trying to kind of backtrack on like why it's there what happened i was gonna say it's nice because even when they tell you what the secret is you know as much as naomi or naomi does because she has this one perception of what happened but she was attacked she was under drugs she was going under medical stuff so she doesn't like really remember yeah and she was kind of just relying on her friend's Oh, they know what they saw, so I'll say I saw it too. 
And it's her trying to figure out what the hell actually happened. So we're learning as she does, which is fun. Yeah, so they were all 11 years old when this attack happened. Um, They used to all play a game called the Goddess Game, where while they were walking through the woods, there was this pretty big boulder that had um, been pushed by a glacier a long, long time ago. And it kind of... Nice boulder. A nice boulder. And it kind of <laughs> kind of <laughs> went down. Like, you can squeeze through the bottom of it, and it kind of opens. I think it was, like, yeah. a three foot by... I don't know. I think it was three feet tall. So it was very small. Yeah. But for an 11-year-old, it, it, it yeah. needs a fit. Well, they went down there, and they found um, a body that had pretty much decomposed. It was just yeah, bones at that point. Um, had a pretty big crack in its skull, so they knew that it probably died from that. Um, and they just named it Persephone because it had a bracelet with that name on it. Um, and they called it the goddess game because they pretended that that body was the goddess instead of, um, I don't know, telling an adult. And so they would like bring it trinkets and do things for it. There was rituals and and then they named themselves after some goddesses Mm -hmm. and then Cass came up with um, these rituals that they'd have to do. Cass was the ringleader. She. Oh, absolutely. (sighs) Yeah, we'll get we'll get more into that. But but yeah, so. Now, years later, I don't exactly know how old they are now, or I, I mean, they might have said it, but I, I can't remember it at the moment. But, mm-hmm. um, so now 33. Okay, so it's, it's, it's not good because it says 22 years later. So, I'm gonna... okay, so the body's still there, they still haven't said anything about the bones, and now Liv says that she found out who the person actually is and wants to go to the police about it. And of course, Naomi was like, no, because then they're going to know that we like hit a body. And then like our testimony yeah. was going to go out they the door. They didn't and- tell anyone at the beginning because it would make um, them kind of seem a little untrustworthy be like, Oh, why have you not been telling anyone about this body? It could make them look yeah. a little more suspect and not trust their word. Yeah. Which I don't know if I would have. I'd be like, they're they're kids, but yeah. Um, I mean, at that point, that's what like, they thought. Which yeah, and it, it was kind of weird because like there was a whole thing about it didn't fit Alan Stahl's motive because he those other girls they couldn't pinpoint him as being the killer, but it just didn't fit his mo of him stabbing this eleven year old. And then yeah, there was talk about. Usually- pick up hitchhikers and then murder Mm -hmm. them and hide them. Yeah. And he'd go back to their bodies Mm -hmm. like consecutively. And so they were like, Oh, well in their girl, like in the little girl's mind. Oh, that's why he was there in the forest to begin with, because he was visiting the body. And there's this, uh, podcaster, um, why am I misplacing his name? I don't know. I don't remember his name. I'm trying to think now. I know what his name Ethan. was. Ethan? Yes. Okay, Ethan. <laughs> That's right. So Ethan's around town asking them because he has a podcast. Like, um, he's It basically 
is interviewing like it's called aftershocks is the podcast and it's about like the aftershock of a murder or serial killer in a certain area so he talks to like the family and the friends and the community of like the aftermath of what happened with especially with all that the guy died he was gonna yeah yeah, so he was going to do a whole episode um, or a couple episodes on them. And all of a sudden, Liv goes missing. Um, and so Naomi just knows something bad has happened. Um, she's been suicidal in the past, but she thought that she was okay. And she she's very scared of, like, technology. She doesn't leave voicemails or anything like that. And yeah, she did she on like Naomi's blood. phone. Yeah, she does not like blood. Um, and they, they do find her. Now, I thought that she was just, like, gonna go missing, because obviously they, they touch on that, like, when you're reading the synopsis of the book. Mm -hmm. I did not think she was going to die. I was kind of, I was like, oh, that's an interesting twist. She's she's dead, dead. I know. Usually, like, the core of these are these three girls, so usually they're alive throughout the book. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That one was a nice twist it was a nice nice twist too because she was the one that had originally found out who the dead person was and so now Naomi has figured out yeah she was really gung-ho about finally telling the truth Mm -hmm. so yeah now Naomi wants to know what the hell that truth is yeah and so she's kind of befriended Ethan in like a weird way like she's starting to fall for him i don't know it's it's a very strange relationship (laughs) it's definitely messy um so basically the whole entire book is of them trying to figure out who persephone was um and in her mind she's starting to reveal okay maybe this wasn't alan Stahl that had did this but then who did do it why and all this stuff and boy, let me tell you, it is a wild ride. It was a wild ride. Figuring oh, it out. I gave it a five. I gave it a five. No, it was really good. Um, we mm-hmm. find out that. Well, I guess we'll just give the spoilers. Cool. I mean, spoilers, yeah. Uh, we find out that Ethan is actually Alan Stalls' son, which was. Wow. I did not expect that. Yeah. It um, did make me mad that Naomi, when she was trying to like look up what um alan Stahl's son looks like now because he had sent that letter yeah i was like you think he's gonna keep that name he's literally named after he's alan Stahl jr it makes sense it makes sense yeah so she gets she gets a letter from from this from alan Stahl's son or aka ethan um basically about i know that my dad didn't hurt you and so she's thinking, oh, my God, he wants revenge. But yeah, in reality, people. yeah, but in reality, um, Alan Stahl did kill those six women. Yeah. And his son knew about it and actually was thankful that he went like he did not like his dad at all and was not mad that Naomi put him in prison yeah. whatsoever. He just couldn't do it himself. Yeah. Yeah, because there was one night where he was in the truck, he was sleeping, he knows someone got into the car, and then he fell asleep again, 
And then he heard a scream and his dad had come back into the truck with no girl and blood on his shirt. I was like, oh, yeah, um, that would do it. Yep, that, yeah, yeah that, that, that's not good. Yeah. So and then. he had seen his dad on the night of, um, or yes, the day Naomi the day. was attacked. Yeah. He was going to go to a friend's house. His dad didn't know he had gone, um, but he left mm-hmm. something at home. So he came back home sneakily and saw his dad there before he left again. So he knew it wasn't his dad that attacked yeah. Naomi specifically. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, we figure that out. Then we figure out who actually stabbed Naomi, which was a twist that I could not have predicted (laughs) whatsoever. Also, we find out um, that the person who was Persephone, his name was (laughs) Jesse Walker. Um, She was a girl that had just stumbled upon their town trying to get away to a better life. Um, everyone thought that she just disappeared because she said that she was dating someone but didn't say who. Come to find out it was the mayor cheating on his wife with her. And Cassidy had a picture of the two of them side by side together and kind of knew about it. She had this weird, like, blackmail box. Blackmail box, yeah. It was just a bunch of dirt on everybody. Yeah. It's like, damn. Even her dad. (laughs) I was like, all right, that shows your character. Okay. Yeah. And uh, then we find out that Liv was actually the one that had stabbed Naomi in the woods um, because that was supposed to be the final ritual. Yeah, to Persephone. She stabbed her once and then freaked out because of the blood. And she's like, I can't do this. And was screaming. And then Cassie was like, I'll do it. And then did it 16 more times. I was like, that's, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, and then she got Cody in on it, who was another guy that was old, a little bit older than them at the time. Yeah. Around. He was friends with Cassie's uh, yeah, brother, yeah. Oscar. Um, Oscar had made really really inappropriate remarks to Naomi when they were younger and molested her yeah and um Cody was the one to beat us Oscar up and then he never really did anything again and Cody was the one who found Naomi after the attack um still alive so he's the one who rushed her back and saved her Mm -hmm. so he's he's been Naomi's savior in her mind yeah several times but <laughs> how did it so Cass found out well she knew the whole time that it was Jesse Jesse's bones mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so she knew that she could hold knowing where these bones were over Cody because because yeah Cody was the one that got into a fight with Jesse and pushed yeah. her and she fell back and hit her head and he just thought that she was just I mean it was just a little wound when it actually was not like she was bleeding yeah yeah um and he had given her his work jacket which had his name on it yeah and then he drove away she crawled into a hole and died (laughs) so sad 
Yeah. <laughs> and so that's Cassidy knew who it was because when they went down there yeah. and the clothes were all tattered, she still saw the name tag that said Cody's name on yeah. it. So she's been holding that over Cody and like extorted him for money because of it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to fast forward through all of it because there's so much. Well, so then and, and Naomi once, ends up going to yeah. the forest. Yeah, when she was like putting it together. Yeah, because Cody and her were talking. Cody goes, I wanna I wanna see I wanna see the bones. And she's like, Ah, uh, I don't know about that. And yeah. Basically she was like, Okay, I'm I'm because he had a gun with him. Mm-hmm. And he basically said that he, he had a gun. And he was the one that had killed Liv. I believe. Uh, he didn't say she slowly got him to talk about Jesse. Mm-hmm. And then uh, um, she was trying to put it together. And then as she was thinking, she's like, well, like, OK, you wouldn't want Liv to know because Liv found out. Yeah. But then she was thinking like, OK, well, Liv, like she had gone back home like at 4 a.m. or something and entered the code and that's how they knew she'd gone back home but then she was thinking she's like well Liv doesn't use the code to go back home she just jumps and, the fence. Like, there's only so many other people who know the code Cass knows the code and then Cass shows up at the forest and was like Jesus Cody what are you doing and like tries to sit down with Naomi like still trying to pawn it off but yeah. then you realize that like in Cass's rage of type, she's she like, like, "Okay, to kill Naomi." Switch. Yeah. She like flipped. Yeah. Like They're Naomi looked at her and see like, well, we're just gonna have to kill her. And Cody's like, "Well, I don't know about this." And she's like, "If you don't do it, then I will do it." And so Cody's yeah. like, "Well, maybe, maybe we should get a tarp and have her get on the." And yeah, Cass is like, "Go get the tarp. I brought a tarp in the back." And then starts telling Naomi the whole thing, how it was lit. Yeah, the chat pass. Yeah. Yeah, and so Naomi's like, oh my god, I'm not going to be able to make this out alive. And then Cody kind of gets annoyed with with Cass. And all of a sudden he goes, oh, hold on, one more thing. And she goes, what now? And he just shoots her in the throat. Snatches the gun and shoots her in the throat. And go, what did he say? He's crazy or something? I don't even know. That whole scene was cr- I was like, Ew. oh, <laughs> my God, what is happening in this forest right now? It was, it was wild. And I think, I don't even remember. I know she was running, but I don't even remember. Like, I does Cody live? Why do I not remember this? I don't remember if Cody lives or not. Yeah, he gets arrested. Okay, that's what I, that's what I thought. I was like, I feel like he didn't. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would have remembered if he didn't survive. But then the cops were there because she had like she had gotten shot. Naomi did, and she crawled into where Persephone was, or Naomi, or there's there's too many names. Jesse. She crawled <laughs> in where Jesse was under the rock and was just going to die with Jesse next to her, which is so sad. And then she finally like Ethan knew where she was because she had called him and he was already on his way with the cops and knew everything. Yeah. So they got, Mm -hmm. they did get Cody. That's right. And, and she survived. 
and uh, did shoot her like fingers off. Did yeah, they took they took her pinky, her ring finger, and then they had to. It's kind of funny. She was like, she was like, where did my where did my middle finger go? And he was like, they wanted a souvenir. I was like, oh my god. The dad was sweet by the end. Yeah, her dad was a drunk and a hoarder, a big hoarder, and they never really got along big time. And towards the end, yeah, he. He, he was kind of warming up a little bit. Yeah, he was like, well, I, I miss, like, I, I was out of it the first, like, when you were in the hospital the first time, and I'm not going to make that, not going to do that again. It's like, oh. Yeah, yeah he was crying. <laughs> and then I feel like Ethan and her are going to, like, somehow, I don't know. I don't know how we'll, we'll get into it because at the end she's helping her dad clear up his house mm-hmm. finally and Ethan shows up. They haven't talked since um, the police found her in under the rock. Um, yeah. And he was like, well, I here's a stuffed animal. I was going to bring you to the hospital, but I didn't know if you'd want to see me. And she's like, honestly, I didn't know if I'd want to see you. And he was like, well, now I'm doing like a new kind of podcast. And They've had this thing when they first met where he's like, you can ask me a question and I'll ask you a question. And then she agrees. And the, I think the last thing in this book is, OK, then ask me a question or something like that. Yeah. Um, he's working on serial killers of the Pacific Northwest. And uh, he said it's about his father and it's about the crimes that his father committed and the ones he didn't. So. Yeah. All right. Let's get into who we thought. Who were you immediately suspicious of? Oscar. Oscar. Yeah. I didn't like that. I was suspicious. (laughs) I don't like that man. I also (laughs) didn't like him, but he was too obvious of an answer in my brain. See, it's hard because sometimes these books go for the very obvious answer and you're yeah. like, ah, you got me. But then other ones, they don't. It's it's very hit and miss. I knew Cass did something. Her personality was just through the much. roof. Yeah. And then oh, I definitely thought the mayor and or the sheriff. Okay. Because the sheriff was way protective of like Naomi not being bothered, Naomi not having yeah. to talk. I was like, yeah. oh, because what what will happen if she talks, Cher? What do you think she's gonna say? Yeah, um, it's the mayor was just Yeah, kind of. There's that one point where she, um, Naomi asks her dad about money, and he says that they had given him money, and she realizes like, okay, that's the mayor part in it and then at one point she gets mugged in her hotel room and the guy doesn't injure her like I mean he injures her but he doesn't kill her he takes her phone and then she finds out that Cody has her phone in his um yeah that's how she talks yeah she called Cody like to tell because at first she thought it was um Oscar or the mayor who attacked her because of Jesse yeah. And so she calls Cody from a payphone, like, I, okay, I we need to go to the police with this information, like, with the bones, and 
Yeah. And he starts singing. That's why Cody's like, oh, can you take me there? I just want to see Jesse one more time. I didn't know it was Jesse. And then yeah. he like, steps out to call her a lawyer and she sees her phone. Mm-hmm. Which, why would you have it? Also, <laughs> hide it better, dude. It in your car. Yeah. I know, right? It's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> so, yeah, sense. I was suspicious of the sheriff, the mayor, and Cass. Yeah, I get that. And then, who did you think? Once we get a little more information, so like midway, mm-hmm. we learn about Jesse. Who did you think actually stabbed Naomi? I, I had, I honestly had no idea. Like, oh no, you froze. Oh, oh no. no. Oh oh, she's back. I hear. I'm her. back. I'm back. Okay. Back I was gonna say back. I heard you the entire time. You didn't freeze at all. Oh. I was like, what's happened? What do you mean I froze? And I'm right here. <laughs> What do you mean? Um, It changed so many times. Like, I was like, oh, maybe it could have been Oscar. And then as Cody got a little weirder, I was like, well, maybe it could have been Cody. And I never expected it to be Liv. I did not. Like, I. Yeah, I didn't think Liv could. But then again, her delusion is really bad. So. That's that's true. It makes sense now. (laughs) Yeah, I just didn't. I thought maybe it was Oscar or mm-hmm. I, I just the more I, got, I was like well maybe maybe it could have been Cody like being a little a little crazy and then oh I found her like yeah you know that kind of whole situation so I was like mm-hmm. well maybe but I never expected the friends yeah I thought it was the mayor but as Naomi was thinking it through too she was like well I mean it took that many stabs and they didn't actually kill me if it were the mayor or Oscar they had enough strength to definitely to just do it. And I was like, oh, she's right. <laughs> yeah. And then she was like, and then Cassidy would have like seen that it was her dad doing it because yeah. they said that they had seen it and they kept quiet. And then she realized, oh, actually, my memory is of them like hearing them screaming as it was happening. And so then like, yeah. why wouldn't they have gotten injured? And yeah. like, I was like, oh, oh, OK. Yeah, and she discovered. um Liv's mom's knife, hun- well, not maybe not a hunting knife, but like parent, some kind oh, of knife. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like Jesse's bones. Yeah. And so that's kind of where it all, or the beginning of the end. And I'm like, <laughs> why would you put it there? I know. Oh, well. But yeah, what a wild ride. It really was. Um, I, biggest shock. What surprised you the most? Um, that Cass and Liv were behind the whole thing and that their parents knew about it too and kind of like gaslit Naomi. It was basically the whole town knew. Yeah. I was ba- I was I was more baffled that the parents knew mm-hmm. than anything else. I was like, oh damn. Especially Liv's parents. Because, because the oh, the whole Ethan Allen thing. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a that's a good twist. Yeah. But I knew something was up with the podcaster. I was like, he's just too. Yeah. I don't know how he's gonna fit into this story, but he's something's finicky about this man. And then I was like, oh, that makes sense. Makes sense. Should we yeah. get into our our rowdy one star reviews? Rowdy one stars. So this has a 3.99 star on Goodreads. It has 65,711 ratings. Majority of them are four stars. Um, 
Let's not look bad at the for a debut. No, mm-hmm. not bad. Um, I would imagine the transition from YA thriller to adult is difficult. It, I feel like it gave me some YA, like when we were reading about them in the forest as kids. Yeah. It did give me YA vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, one person said, what in the Pretty Little Liars was that? Not wrong. Um, the more I think about this book, the more I hate it. How do I unread? Oh. Um, I truly disliked everything about this book, and the ending was just so ridiculous. I am truly starting to doubt Book of the Monk picks. Hmm. What? Let's see. I like the ending, because a small town like that is going to protect itself, so multiple people can know, but they're all going to be quiet. Yeah. Oh, I um, still thought it was believable. Someone said my review is based on author's transparent attempt to pass this off as original when it's just a true story that they made an alternate version of to sidestep accusations of profiting off of a minor victim and mentally ill minor perpetrators. What was this based off of? I have no I I have no I idea. Even. Someone just said nope. That <laughs> <laughs> so, was it. Um. Yeah, a lot of people struggle to get through it. It's underwhelming. I don't know. Oh, okay. I think I had heard about this before. The book is inspired by those the Slender Man stabbings. Mm, hmm Okay. But that's a sport. If you didn't know that, like, I didn't realize, because then obviously it's going to be the girls who stab their friend. That makes sense. Yeah, but... That's not a... I don't know. I feel like this isn't like I heard about that, that, but it's not a whole story as to why they were there and a whole bunch of people in a whole town. Yeah, I wouldn't say because then you can say that any thriller with a crime in it is based off of something because there's going to be a crime. There's going to be a crime. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. Interesting. So. Kate Alice Marshall is actually going to be having a book released next January. Oh. 2024. Doesn't sound like a real year. Um, it's going to be called No One Can Know. Okay. Um, let's see. Author of What Lies in the Wood returns with a novel about three sisters, two murders, and too many secrets to count. Emma hasn't told her husband much about her past. He knows her parents are dead and she hasn't spoken to her sisters in years. Then they lose their apartment. Her husband gets laid off and Emma discovers she's pregnant right as the bank account slips into the red. That's when Emma confesses that she has one more asset, her parents' house, which she owns jointly with her estranged sisters. They can't sell it, but they can live in it. But returning home means that Emma is forced to reveal her secrets to her husband that the house is not a rundown farmhouse, but a stately mansion, and that her parents died there, were murdered, and that some people say Emma did it. Oh, shit. <laughs> so and her sisters have never spoken about what really happened that night. Now her return to the house may lure her sisters back, but it will also crack open family and small town secrets lots of people don't want revealed. Ooh. I like the small town secret because I like the small- how many people are in on it. I I like that, but I I don't know. I kind of almost feel like that one probably the girls did it to the like 
Hmm. <laughs> but can hmm. she? I mean, either it's a similar twist to this. That's true. Or she comes out of nowhere with another wild. <sighs> That's true. Interesting to see. We'll see. Hmm. That will probably really solidify whether I continue with her or not. Because, I mean, this alone, I really liked her writing. Writing was good. I like chapter lanes. Uh, I, I I really liked it. It had one point of view, but there was different characters. Like, I feel like it was easier to follow, even though there was a yeah. lot of characters. They could have easily done, like, multiple point of views. Between yeah, the it would have gotten or something, but it could have gotten really gone. crazy. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking through her YA novels, and none of them sound familiar. Yeah, um, I didn't recognize. These fleeting shadows. Kind of does. I'm still alive. Rules for vanishing. I don't really look into YA. No. If I read YA, it's usually like a romance, I think. I do have YA thriller books, but I haven't read them yet. Hmm. Well, I highly suggest this book. What a good time. It was very good. Just, um, if you like good twists, I mean, nothing will ever beat Verity. Um, that that book will always be like... That one also gave top. me a heebie-jeebies. That one made me want to throw the book across the room. And I haven't had a book like that yet. That like topped that feeling. Oh, yeah, that feeling. That feeling of wanting to like finish the book but also throw it across the room i was gonna say like it makes you want to rage quit yes but also yeah you exactly what happens next <laughs> exactly yeah so it'll be interesting i have started to read next week's book um and i have some opinions for sure oh, already yeah Yes, next week we have Mary Kubica's The Good Girl. We've read um, Local Woman Missing, Local Missing Woman. The the title. We couldn't mix up all of that. It's a a great book. It's a good book. We've done an episode. It was one of our earlier episodes. So listen. Back in the day. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. I've read a couple Mary Kubica's now other than that book. I love Local Woman Missing. That um, one was a fantastic book. Feelings. I know there has been a book that you did not like from her, and I, I couldn't mm. remember which one it is, so we're just... Pretty Baby? Cry Baby? Something with oh, a baby. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Something with a baby. Something with a baby. Okay. Yeah, I'm baby. reading this I'm reading this one now. Um, I'm probably like almost 50 pages in, I think. Um, I started really, really getting into it yesterday. And I already, the guy that the main character was kind of dating, but like not really, like kind of dating. I want to punt him off a cliff rope punch him so bad. i'm just telling you right now punt him right off a cliff i just am so right off the earth honestly so <laughs> mad at that character it is ungodly yeah like reading a... it just makes ah! me like falling angry apart. she's she's falling apart i'm watching it happen as we speak <laughs> um yeah, yeah. i uh We'll, we'll we'll see because 
I mean, we'll get into it next week, but I I already have some trouble with it, with the point of views going before and after. And it's just mm-hmm. like hard kind of for me to keep track mm-hmm. of. And I already hate <laughs> I, I the one note. guy. So, right so like I had to take I had to take a break yesterday. I was like, I, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. only 50 pages in, but I was like, I got to walk mm-hmm. away because I'm I'm going to lose <laughs> it. <laughs> Uh, well, that's the last book of the month, so I'll be posting our September schedule really soon. Mm-hmm. Some exciting books coming up, some romance, more thriller, mystery. Yes. I'm going to be honest, I don't really remember what books we chose, so it's going to be... I, I have the schedule up, I can show you. Oh, perfect. perfect. Sneaky peaky. Okay, wonderful. Okay. <laughs> Those, honestly, guys, those help me more than you know. Like, if I forgot what right. next week's is, I will oh, go on to our Instagram, our Instagram and I'll be like, what book are we writing? Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, I you have know, the books out in order and I still check for Instagram. I, I have to, to say, find, as ex- I need to find them all. As excited as I am for September books, I'm also very excited for October books because we did our October picks. Yeah, guys, we're getting spooky. We're getting wild. We're getting yeah. really wild one week. I'm gonna tell you that right now. You can almost say we're gonna get rowdy. <laughs> one may say. <laughs> one may say. <laughs> I I concur. Uh, well. Rowdiness is going to occur. <laughs> Well, check out our Instagram as much as we do. You can give us a follow on there. In our bio, we have links to where else we are on the internet, like our Goodreads. You can see how I feel about the other Mary Cubica books I've read. (sighs) (laughs) Like and follow wherever you're listening to us right now. We also have our episodes up on our YouTube at Reading with Melon. We have the podcast up on there. And then when we do bonus episodes... Eventually, we will have actual video visuals to go Surprise, along. You guys, there are there are bonus content. We just have to. It's it's those. me. I I need to I I need to actually sit down and edit through it. Sometimes I'm not ready to listen to us. I can't. I need to have peed. I need to have a little <laughs> beverage drinking because it cracks me up. <laughs> I think. Well, yeah, there's two. So one of them was when we went to Portland for the weekend. Um, that book haul. should already be up. Wonderful. So you guys will see our so there's some books that we got that we didn't anticipate trigger warnings. And so we kind of scared ourselves. We and then we're lied to by the Internet. Who would have thought? Yeah, I blame <laughs> book talk heavily and then um another one is us doing a 24-hour readathon and i am not prepared to hear the like morning voice as it yeah, progressively gets like kind of better 24 hours, and did 24 hours. every not every hour kind of when we finished a book when yeah when we in. had things to say and guys, that's when I read Priest and I'm going to tell you that right now i'm still traumatized and <laughs> The second book, I don't, the only reason I'm keeping the second book is because it fits all the other, like, it's a series. Other than that, 
Mm. Which bottom dollar that would be uh, thrown away. Maybe I'll I'll post that readathon uh, September first to start into our anniversary month. I know it's wild. Who would have thought? I mean, it's it feels like just yesterday we were sitting in my garage in our camping chairs. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Using a plastic a plastic uh like cabinetry. Yeah. To what a podcast. I'm so proud we just been consistent enough to keep doing. We have every week. We read every week. I can only read a book a week, but here we are. But here so, we are. Book I know. A week. I'm proud of us. Yes, this is book episode go. 49. It's a wild time. Wild time. Mm-hmm. And you guys are still with us. You guys haven't. Well, maybe you're not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you're not. But then you're also not here to hear that anyway. So thanks for sticking it out with us. Yes. Thank you for everyone that has stuck it out with us. We appreciate it. Um. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this as long. I don't know. As long as we want. Years. Who knows? Decades, probably. Yeah. Who knows? We'll figure it out. Just going along for the ride. (laughs) We won't. We can tell ourselves that we're not. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.